You are now listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Welcome to the Super Boob Tube Dudes podcast. I'm your host, Dantis Recchia. And I am Tyler Hoskin. And we are the Dudes. Um, every week or two, uh, lately it's been two, uh, we get together to talk about all kinds of TV, streaming, um, you know, stuff. All the shows and things that we're watching. Um, and uh, we split the show up into a few different parts. And we're going to... Uh, get into what we're watching then we're going to get into uh, some topics here and there which it's it's probably not going to be uh anything huge today um just a a, a few couple uh, announcements and sometimes that's just how it goes there hasn't really been any new trailers for tv so we're not going to get into that and then after uh the topic section and everything we're going to get into what we're excited for and upcoming stuff um how are you doing, Tyler? Well, you know, watching the TVs. Oh, yes, yes. You watching oh, yeah. some good stuff now uh, that uh, you've been catching up on some things? Yeah, I am uh, in season three of What We Do in the Shadows. So mm. that is excellent yes. stuff. Too too yes. funny. Too funny. And it's it's a very it's a very nice humor. I love that kind of humor. It's just so ridiculously goofy and obscure. It it really really has become one of my new favorite shows, and I I, I want to kick myself for not getting into it when it first aired. But I'm so happy that I'm in that world now. The latest episode was just hilarious. Um, I had to watch it with Whitney. She she was watching some of it with me as I was, but she was cracking up. It's it's such a self contained ridiculous episode. Um, that ends with a connection to stuff that's going on in the season you're in now, um, in one episode. Uh, but oh, it's just so, so fun. Um, so what are you, what are you, uh, what else are you watching? Um, now that, uh, we're back for yeah. a new episode. Uh, what else am I watching? Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, other I, than the main big stuff we're getting into, obviously. Uh, yeah. Well, house of the dragon. I am yes. watching that update on that. Uh, I finished Only Murders in the Building. Oh, very good. Um, I did it as well. Uh, how did you... Uh, let's let's stop there before we kind of talk a little bit about House of Dragons as, as well. We're not going to get too much into that. There is another podcast for you. For the, what is the name of that podcast? It is, it is called uh, Reigns of Podcastermere. Uh, we, nice. So you can you can listen to it on all your, on all your podcast places or you can... Uh, watch the episode live, and then about ten to fifteen minutes later, we go live on Twitch uh, and record our episode. So uh, very it nice, is, very, it is nice. very fresh. So how did you like? Uh, how did you like Only Murders in the Building? So I, I'm really glad I caught up with this show, and um, man, I'm 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 loving it. It's just. It, it might be one of those shows that kind of ends up like Shit's Creek and just sweeps every category of 
of the end. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so well done. It's so ridiculous, but well well written that it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, th- like they write it to be. It's very like concerning. It's very funny, but it has a lot of heart and very yeah. dramatic. But yeah. then also like so dramatic, it's funny, but not like off putting. The the way they balance the show with the heart and and all of that uh, that this show kind of brings is is quite uh, phenomenal in my opinion. I mean, I I love the stories they're telling. The mysteries always swerve you. I thought I knew it, you know, at this season, and the season finale totally changed, changed, you know, was totally different than what I thought. Um, and I, I, I love, I really, really enjoy the way that they're setting up other seasons, and especially this one. I, I find it really, really fun, yeah, and it's going to be different. You know, it, I, I like how. It's not starting. Well, it is. It starts off with a murder, just like every other season. But it's kind of starting off with, uh, you know, we're getting the we got the murder at the end of season three here, which will start off in season four. But I have a feeling we're going to get a lot of backstory in oh, season we're, four. We're, yeah, we're definitely going to get a lot of backstory. In season four, definitely, since... So I, I, I think that, <laughs> and, and I know it's not a big uh, surprise anymore, but Paul Rudd being a big, uh, you know, character in the year that has passed since the third season with yeah. that post-credit sort of deal, I think we're getting, like, most of the season is going to be Paul Rudd in there as well. You know, yeah. at least up until his murder and, you know, and what we catch up with at the end of season three, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. So I'm very excited for that. I I, I think it, it adding talent is is never a bad idea to anything, and I think that it's going to be so interesting to see the relationship that's built, you know, with him and um, you know, albeit a a sort of strained and and, and bad one it seems uh, with uh, with Steve Martin. Yeah, so what I'm, happened I'm, there? I'm, yeah, I'm so excited to to get into that. So yeah, I I really love the show. It's definitely on my like one on my top first to watch shows when it comes out that day. Um, and you know some shows have kind of dropped to the bottom. Like what this week, Star Girl came out or came out what the, the last night? Yeah, it was um, last night. Yeah, I I haven't I didn't have time to watch it today. So that, that, and not to say that that show is bad. It's just. Uh, you know, it's been a while, and you know, once I watch this Our Girl episode, if I really, really like it, it might jump to that list. But because it's been off for a little while, um, it, it just didn't make the cut um, before the show today. Well, I mean, there was a, there was a lot of stuff that dropped today and last night, like this morning. So there's a there's a lot to watch for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, what else are you uh, what else are you watching? Um, I'm watching Welcome to Wrexham. No, you're caught up on all today's episodes, so four episodes. They dropped four, two, yeah, right? They dropped two, and I think that's probably going to be how it's going for the rest of the... They'll just drop two every week. Okay, I've only seen the first two, but uh, let's talk about that, because um, I really, really enjoy it. I know you do, too. It's kind of like in your wheelhouse, you know, yeah. the soccer or football sort of uh, aspect of it. Um, and, you know, and I like the, 
you know, there's a lot of comparison with the Ted Lasso stuff, even though this started way before that show was ever a thing. And I like how they address that in the show. Yeah. And, um, and it's very interesting, but it's kind of riding that high, if you will. So it's not a bad thing either. No, absolutely. Um, so I, I, I love the way that they're telling the stories. I love, you know, getting into the families of the players as well as, you know, the family lives and stuff of, uh, uh, you know, at least the past family lives of, uh, Rob McElhaney and, and Ryan Reynolds and all this stuff. But it's just, it's very fascinating how they, they're like, you know what, this could be a thing and we should probably record all of this. Yeah. Um, and I'm very curious. I would love to see a, a little commentary or something uh, after the show or, or something where that made them think, hey, you know, after texting about should we do this by a soccer team, whatever. Like, I, 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 w- I would love to get like their inside, uh, you know, baseball or, you know, inside soccer of it all of like when they thought of the idea of, hey, we should probably make this into a documentary. You know, we should probably start. We should probably record these conversations and yeah. document this stuff because it just seems like it's just kismet. Like, oh, this is how we started it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I, I'm very interested to see what that process was. You know, a little bit more behind the scenes, behind the scenes of <laughs> the, the of documentary of the documentary. Well, yeah, even just a blurb of like what made them think that this should be a thing. You yeah. know, instead of just doing this privately and, and and all that what why bring this to everyone's attention was it just to kind of clear you know everyone's sort of you know bated breath about you know all oh, these you know these hollywood dudes and you know already the football team is 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 thinking that right you know they even bring that up in the show but yeah. is this just to like kind of uh cool everybody's nerves outside of the private eye of this you know all the the public the cool public off of this uh you know uh, eventual sort of uh you know deadline article of like these two rich people buy a soccer team whoop-de-doo you know <laughs> i I'm, I'm, I'm curious about that what, what do you what would you say to that yeah that would that would be a real interesting because it's like how do you even go like even in the first few episodes, like they never really knew each other. No, like, yeah, they just like talk to each other over the phone and text. Yeah, so like they've never met until like during the documentary. So how do you set all that? Like that's just crazy, to right? Me. That that's yeah, it's it's really weird to think about. Like just the, it, it's almost like a paradox. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're like you're like wait. They never got together, met, and how much other planning went on behind this? <laughs> like, it's it's like it's almost like some of the uh, like I know a couple episodes ago I was talking about the uh, Light Magic documentary, and it's like how did they get footage of this? Were they just like filming all the time there, like in some sort of uh, you know premonition state that knowing that this stuff would be used? for something like this like how do they know to film this shit you know it's it's so weird it's like time travels went back and said you might want to get a camera on this (laughs) it's it's very interesting um 
but I'm not complaining. I love it. I, I, I think the show is very, very good. And I know you really like it. I, I, I'm very excited to get into episode three and four. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say on the show? Uh, it's a it's a great show, and it's it's. I think it's nice to give a little bit of an insight to North America of what the football soccer world is over there, and I really enjoy it. So. Oh, absolutely. Like I mean, yeah. Like I said, the lives of the players. You know how their you know whole league is kind of set up. You know, with the different bracket styles of of things and um you know, how hard it is to kind of get into those, those sections of that bracket, right. To, to get into the big sort of league of it all. Yeah. Um, and be, and be like a big team, you know, they're like the oldest football team or football, you know, uh, what is it? The, the oldest stadium in, in the world. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's very, very cool. Um, okay. So other than, uh, like, you know, obviously the, the, uh, House of Dragons and, and She-Hulk and, and stuff, which we'll get into, I think. But uh, anything else you're kind of getting into, you're watching? Uh, yeah, no, like, yeah, She-Hulk and... Yeah, that's I've been trying to catch up on what we do in the shadows, so that's been taking up most of my time. Okay, okay, cool, uh, cool, cool. So, um, all right, let me... I'll, I'll get into some of the things I've been watching, and we'll kind of talk about some stuff here. Uh, I know I, I I failed to mention... I don't know how, because it's such a great show, but I failed to mention that I finished For All Mankind Season 3. It ended a couple weeks ago, and I just... I totally forgot to talk about it on the last podcast, but... And I'm not, I'm not really going to talk about it, but, man, what a show. Um, for a show that's, uh, you know, a fake alternate past it's it's amazing you know especially for a sci-fi show to be an alternate history and uh not even be up to you know modern contemporary sort of times um which will eventually get there uh but just the uh anticipation in next season is is so high for me right now because uh, of, of what's kind of going on with the show. Um, it's definitely a show to watch. Uh, I don't, I love it. And I know it's kind of past the, past the, you know, the peak of, of talking about it, but I, I just, I remiss to, to I, I didn't want to forget about it again. You know, um, I'm watching primal and again, the caveman dinosaur cartoon animated series by Tendi uh, again the Tartakovsky excuse me um just it's brilliant it's it's absolutely brilliant and and I know you don't watch it Tyler but there's a one-off episode that is has an absolutely nothing to do with the show and it it it, it could it can win a fucking Emmy. <laughs> it's it's so good. It it has nothing to do with its main character or the dinosaur, and it's like millions of years in the future, like set in the late eighteen hundreds. And it's just a huge commentary on um and it's not like, you know, in your face, but it's 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 like these 
these higher minds come together. Kind of like, I don't know, have you ever seen the movie The Time Machine? The original Time Machine? Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. You should put that on the top of your list. It's it's amazing. Anyway, so it, in the Time Machine, and much like in this episode, a bunch of really uh, rich sort of, uh, you know, uh, brilliant minds uh, kind of are like to, they get together. They have like a they they have like a dinner party. They kind of get together, and then in the time machine, the guy who invents the time machine breaks the news: "Hey, I invented the time machine." And hmm. um, and then he tries to convince them that it's possible before ever showing them the thing. He wants to like read them, you know, what they are going to say and think about him and stuff. And then, you know, they don't believe him and things like that. It's exactly it's very similar to that in this episode where this guy, except for the time machine bullshit. But it's like this guy is got his friends together who are very like rich and powerful and, and very smart and stuff like that. And he's basically like, you know, hey, we we could, you know, go back to our basic our and our, our base instincts as a, you know, feral human person which kind of connects to the whole caveman thing uh of the series um and he's just like you know if we really needed to or if really something really bad happened or a certain stress or anxiety kind of made us go back to these instincts we would go there without question because we had to to survive and things like that and he's going, oh no, no, no we are educated men and blah 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 and so it kind of goes into that and then meanwhile they hear news of this like escaped convict and uh, this like this what they were just kind of talking about, this like murdering psychopath, you know, feral human is has escaped prison and he's in the area, blah, blah, blah. And um, he ends up attacking the mansion and the guy, the one dude who completely rejects this notion, this idea that the main sort of dude uh, brought to the get together becomes that dude he rejected and becomes that feral beast man that base instinct of a person to protect himself and others and stop this this crazy escapee it's so cool it's 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 like thinking of that and thinking like it's like do you think that that's a cartoon like it's so interesting just like explaining it and knowing uh, just what I saw as a cartoon, it doesn't seem like it's a, a, an animated thing in my mind. Yeah. But, I mean, knowing that I've seen it, but it's it's just phenomenal. It's just and it's a one off thing. They don't even tell you that it that it's connected to the main show other than knowing that it's the same animation. But anyway, watch Primal. It's fucking fantastic. It really, really is. And then, obviously, the next episode picks up with the main story, main character, and everything, which is really, really good as well. It's not like it dips from there. It just keeps getting better somehow. I don't understand it. But, um, very, very good show. I I just, I adore this show. and I'm so happy that it's getting the recognition, I think, that it probably should get more, in my opinion. Um, but it's it's so good. It's it's just it's the, uh, you know, Adult Swim Cartoon Network thing, or which I guess is now on HBO Max only. I guess it is, but yeah, it's uh, 
So on HBO Max, it's fantastic. Um, uh, Harley Quinn, um, and which is uh, one of the announcements that it just got renewed for season four the other day, I think yesterday, which is very good. I am all caught up on that, and I watched today's episode, and oh, this show is so good. Like, I, I can't believe that this show is this good. And I, I'm really, really happy that I caught up because I was like a season and almost two seasons behind. And now season three is like halfway through more than now, almost over. This latest episode might be the best of the series. Um, it's so interesting. Um, there's like it, it, just everything that's going on with, uh, I mean, all the whole relationship with, Ivy and, uh, and Harley Quinn has been great. Um, they're like together now. And, um, you know, the whole gang is kind of doing their thing. It's just very funny, but this episode was super interesting because it had like lots of Batman lore in it connect so many funny jokes to certain things in like the DC universe. And, uh, and they do that normally, but this, this episode really, really hit some good ones. And, uh, very, very cool callback to the original Batman animated series um, with musical tones and lighting and, and the way the episode was drawn and, and everything. Um, I really love Harley Quinn. Did you did you ever start the show or did you just you fall off of it? Uh, no, I never started the show and uh, I did intend to. It just never happened. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 one that's a quick one. Like they're quick twenty something minute episodes, you know, almost yeah. half hours sometimes. And this one was so cool because there's like this this plant character that um, I think it's is it Reggie Watts or it's uh, I, I I think I can't remember who who does the voice for this plant character, but he's like the big like Seymour uh, plant like you know Mario. Uh, sort of uh, snappy vine plant that Poison Ivy has. His name's like Frank, and he's got like uh, he's like sentient, you know. And he talks. Yeah. He he gets taken by Bruce by by Batman. Batman takes him. Batman. And you don't know why. And Harley and Ivy and they end up getting together with a couple other bad guys that they're hanging out with, and one that hasn't been on the show in a while that they kind of kind of left the group. They needed him back to do some psychic powers uh, to get them into Bruce's mind because they had trapped and captured Bruce Wayne because he's been kind of uh, out of it lately as Batman. He hasn't really been Batman in a bit. He's been uh, like on the mend because his legs have been all fucked up or whatever. <laughs> it's just crazy stuff that's been going on in the season. But Batman's all messed up. Like, it was a really funny joke a couple episodes ago where he was like meeting Jim Gordon on the roof, but he was sitting in a chair. <laughs> and he's like, why are you sitting? He's like, I sit all the time. Because <laughs> his legs weren't working. Really, really funny. But they played this episode, like, with all the funny stuff going around, they played this episode pretty serious, and they go inside his mind. And then it gets deep. And Batman, his his only, his, like, his only memory and identity is just a loop of the night his parents are murdered. It's just a loop that they're they're in and watching. And they're trying to figure out where he has Frank, the plant thing, and and they, they're trying to get answers and everything. And Harley kind of goes into 
um, uh, you know, psych, uh, psychiatrist mode, like therapist mode. And it's just, it just becomes super, super deep and like learning his identity as Batman, figuring out things and flashes of, of memories that they're finally be able to walk through after they break this cycle and, and her like basically agreeing to be his, like his actual therapist in his mind. But not like, you know, I'm conniving villain and stuff like because she's separated from the Joker and everything and she's kind of wants to do her own thing. So she's very like an evolving character on this show, which is actually really refreshing and, and fun to watch. But like having just like seeing the horrors of what Bruce has gone through and things and making the joke of how many times we need to see his parents get murdered, you know, yeah. Um, it, very, very funny stuff in like this really deep, like dark psychological trauma that bruce has and it's as a fantastic episode i i i if you're not watching this show it's it's definitely one to watch and um I, i'm i'm just i'm really i'm really loving it like there's hit and miss episodes but man this one may be the best of the series just because how uh you know kind of deep it kind of and and, and uh you know it's sort of emotional it gets in you know, in the best way that a sort of comedy cartoon can kind of get. But they do a very good job. Um, let's see. I watched the first episode of Tales of the Walking Dead. And I kind of enjoyed it. You know, it's a show that is in the, the Walking Dead. I was going to say Evil Dead. It's in the yeah. Walking Dead universe. And... um. It doesn't really tell you exactly what time each episode, which is an anthology, kind of plays in, but you you end up sort of getting it in certain, you know, dialogue clues, and I guess it doesn't matter. Um, but this one was pretty good. It was uh, Terry Crews was the main lead, and uh, Olivia Munn uh, was was the second. They were the two main leads of the show. Um, very very good so i really enjoyed the episode i mean there's some cheesy dialogue and stuff here and there but um i i really liked it i i'm i i'm kind of like i being an anthology i always hesitate to go to the next episode you know what i mean because yeah. i don't know if it's going to be good and I'm not going to follow the characters it's like a new show every week so uh that's kind of how i've been feeling with atlanta honestly and i'm still not finished i have two episodes left the last half of this season has been like, am I getting an anthology episode or am I getting an episode that continues the story with the main characters and stuff? But I, I dug it. I, I thought it was pretty cool. It was, a, it was a fine anthology, you know, zombie episode that has nothing to do with anything about the walking dead, except the zombies. Uh, so it's, I mean, if you, if you're not the biggest fan of the walking dead itself, and those that band of characters and that story, um, you know, I'm sure there's going to be an episode here that connects in some way, uh, maybe not to some people, but in some way that the show and the world has evolved. But other than being zombies, it seems like it's just a zombie anthology, which is not that bad. And I and I I, I thought that this this first this pilot episode with Terry Crews was actually very well constructed. It kind of really flipped on its head. An interesting twist. Uh, with certain things that were going on, but I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, let's see now. The uh, the resort has been fantastic. 
a new episode came out today or last night. I, I have not watched it yet. Or you know, it came out today. Um, I watch it with Whitney now. I got her hooked, and I'm so glad that um, she she really. You should watch this show, Tyler. It's it's very good. And I I mean, I don't. I'm not sure how much you know what kind of stuff your wife likes, but I I think it's a good like couple show. Sure. Um. And it, man, it makes me want to go on a vacation so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think you and your wife might like it because it's not genre, you know, it's not anything that, you know, geeky, crazy, weird that we, you know, like a lot. But it's it's very, very good because it's about a couple. They're on their 10 month anniversary and they're at a resort and they get into some crazy shenanigans that involve crazy stuff that happened 15 years ago and they're trying to track down this mystery and uh, what happened to these other people that are missing. It's, it's very, very good. And it's getting kind of, uh, uh, it's, it's jumping kind of into the supernatural in some ways. I'm not entirely sure yet, but it seems like it might, but in a very interesting, like cerebral sort of way, um, which may involve, time travel <laughs> and oh, i was dear. not expecting that <laughs> uh, but and i know i just said it's not a show that's like you know crazy geeky stuff but it's kind of spun into that and it's but it's it's not confirmed yet i right. really really enjoy this show man and there's only one episode left and it's today's only eight episodes and I really, I, I don't know if this show could go any longer than one season, a- unless it's a an anthology series where each season is different. But I, I maybe it can go one more. I, I if they answer a lot of things in this last episode, I, I being a half hour show, you know, a short show, not like a sitcom, but a little longer than that. I don't, I don't know if they can answer everything, but I mean, maybe they can. But I, uh, I I very very much like it, and I, I honestly think you would really enjoy it. It's it's quite good. It's it's got its funny moments and uh, sort of deep emotional relationshipy stuff, uh, which is uh, it's good. It hits in a in a good way, and it really keeps you hooked with the mystery of you know what's going on, the the flashback story stuff, and then the connection to those flashbacks later as, as time kind of moves the story along but uh, I, I i like it a lot um all right so let, let's get into what let's talk about the house of the dragon a bit. so the first episode first two episodes um have have premiered and i i, I really enjoy this show like i i I've heard some things about it being slow, boring. Like, of course, it's going to be. It's all about politics. <laughs> yeah. I was say, have we forgotten about, what I, Game I, of Thrones I, used to be when it was in its infancy in its first couple seasons, and it was very right set up. Be and this is going to turn into this. Like, you gotta, you gotta think about it too. You gotta kind of go, okay, so how is this going to turn into this? And yeah, yeah, you almost have to be a part of the show. Like you, you have to be. You're basically, and I know this could this could really be said about any show, but you you know this is not a show that that you're sitting there and just being spoon fed everything kind of. 
like you're almost like a fly on the wall in Westeros in this show. If that makes sense. So, uh, if you want to, you really want to. House of, or Game of Thrones says you're the the third three eyed raven just hanging around. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> like you're you're that's perfect. Like you're there and you're witnessing these things and 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 all the things these people say and and hear and how conniving they are. And but I, and I love the way that they make the show in a way that they want you to follow certain characters at some times. Yeah. Other than others, like. Just the one episode in what it was that was it episode two when you're watching Damon watch the council, you know, through the yeah, little yeah. lattice. Yeah, yeah, I think that or, was it. That was episode watching, one, but yeah, I think but. right, right. Or when you're when you yeah, or in episode one when you're the the peeping toms watching him bang the girl in the whorehouse as he's you know quote unquote yeah. grieving for his <laughs> you know nephew or whatever like so much stuff about this show is great and i mean like we mentioned before the other podcast uh, which is what what's the name of it again reigns of podcastermere reigns of podcastermere yeah so you guys can listen to their episode on the game of thrones show uh, yeah, there we- but, we go uh, we go pretty in depth. We go like scene by scene right, through the entire show. Right. So. That's kind of why we're not we're not gonna do that here. But I'm I'm really, really enjoying the show. I mean, it gets a little you know, it gets a little cringy. Not cringy, but I hate that fucking word. But it gets <laughs> it gets that into that kind of creepy, icky sort of factor with see episode two. Yeah. And, you know, the choice of, of uh, you know, the which daughter to you know, to marry so after, you know, up. what happened. And I love how, like, they, they give you, like, the six-month time jump. And uh, I'm curious. I think episode four is going to be the big time jump. Like, I think we're going to rest here a bit in in this sort of, yeah. uh, you know, uh, time period for the third episode. And then, and then jump ahead big in episode four. Maybe five, but... But I'm I'm guessing that uh, you know because we will we will lose a few of these characters and not from deaths but not and not characters but some of these actors as characters because yeah. of the time there there are two there are two of them for sure that grow up yeah get, yeah get and which is kind of sad because they're fantastic and I I wonder if they'll be. At, because they're very smart about this in like the IMDb's and Wikipedia's and stuff of having all the actors' names on each episode to not spoil anything, which I think is a fantastic idea. But I'm also wondering if, and I don't think we will, but I'm wondering if we'll get flashbacks to other things through the episodes that have progressed. You know what I mean? Yeah, there might so be a, a couple things. Yeah, there might be a couple things here and there, but. But yeah, man, I I love Viserys. I I love the Queen that never was, and that that whole story. Um, they're doing some really interesting things with this show. Like I've never read these books or the book or whatever, so I don't know what to expect, which is where I like to be. <laughs> and um, I I I I, I really like the King. Like being put in a terrible position in that first episode, and just the the risk and lack of reward from that risk like utter lack of reward like he's negative now you know yeah uh, 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 of that that terrible risk of of you know choosing his wife and child and, and all that stuff in that first episode and 
And then now the other choice he has to make of which bride to take and, and, and being swayed and not understanding that he's being swayed and, uh, you know, and, and feel like he's making a better decision, even though the other decision is completely constructed by another character. Like the manipulation of the show is at an all time oh, high it's already. Fantastic. It's perfect. <laughs> Uh, it's I love it so much. Um, the hand of the king and all that. His daughter and the uh, uh, and the, the betrayals that are happening behind the scenes. I just I love the king. I really do. Viserys is a, a really really good character, and I don't think he's a bad person, <laughs> which is a not a good sign. <laughs> yeah, I With, mean, there, I uh, would I wouldn't even say there's really like a bad guy in the like i wouldn't say there's a bad guy nor like a real good guy in the entire show either <laughs> no you know what you're you're totally right I, and and i mean there is a very unpredictable guy in Damon. true yes uh, but uh, but i don't think anyone's really bad like i i really like damon's stance on talking with uh what's the 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 black guy with the dreadlock what's his name again oh um damn it I, I know. I, I these names There's, are really hard. It just they're, they are really hard to to get. Um, but he, his turn to Damon's side after after you know uh, Viserys denied his daughter. Yeah. And in going into sort of war and taking on these pirates and whatnot, which are going to be huge in episode three, I think. Uh, especially that tease the end. But yeah. like just just Damon be like, you know, you. I could talk about my brother that way. You can't, <laughs> you know, like yeah. the, just the level of respect of and the fam, the familial like respect and, and things, even though he's kind of, you know, going against certain things. Like I, I really love the dynamic of everything. It's very, very well done. And, and, um, and, and, and I guess, uh, the, one of the co-show runners has just left yes. after this first season. Um, which I don't really find too alarming. I mean, I guess he's been working on this show for three years. So, I mean, and that was after a complete different show and pilot was created for the network and then scrapped by Warner Brothers, you know? So yeah. like, it, it, it's very interesting that, that, you know, people are moving on, people are moving up and, and, um, you know, I don't know if I'm worried. I'm not worried about it the series of the show I, I think it's in a nice place right now um a, a lot of people may be saying different because of this news but i you know the guy's been busting his ass on the show and i, and I think that you know certain things are going to be just fine but anything else on the show i know you're going to save it for your or have you already done the oh, podcast I well yeah we, we've done it already for episode two uh it's up oh we very did, nice we did very it right nice. yeah we go live on twitch right after the airing on hbo so oh that's that's fantastic that's fantastic so yeah mark your calendars on uh sunday evening <laughs> yeah sunday evening um, set aside two hours one hour for the actual episode and then another hour for us <laughs> oh boy very very good um yeah uh it's it's a fantastic show and I'm just very excited for it to continue. Uh, I, I, how many seasons do you think this show will go? I mean, I'm. <sighs> it can't go eight. 
No, I, I don't. I don't think you can go eight. Four, four, five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the most five. Because yeah, maybe... this is this is stuff out of one book, right? Yeah. So for sure. Um. Obviously, they're they've already taken some well and leeway, but still, it's yeah. It'll it'll continue on for a bit. Uh, and then it'll likely lead into another show, right? So, well, that I mean, that's that's totally possible. And also, we're getting that uh, you know John Snow show. So um, there's yeah, that. That's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, I'm very curious about that. But what I'm really excited about is that I think isn't um, isn't George R. R. Martin like really heavy involved in this particular show? Yes, because from it's only what, one. Yeah, book? from what I understand, yes. Yeah, so he's like heavily, uh, like, I wouldn't say retconning things, but adding so much more to the show uh, that that he probably had on the side from his book. Um, even though his books are pretty in depth, but I'm sure that he's he's evolving that book. Okay, uh, let, let's get into She-Hulk. Yeah. I, I so we're we're caught. I'm caught up. You watched the third episode. I, I am caught up. Yes. I love this show. It's such a great <laughs> show. It it really is, and um, you know, I I don't care what anybody says. It seems like so divisive. Um, did I just say divisive, not divisive? I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it I don't understand it unless you're. Just a sackless asshole <laughs> that hates women. <laughs> like, I just don't. I don't get it. But uh, I mean, it's and it's I. So... I love in this episode oh, they actually oh. poked fun at that too. The and, dig oh, on the toxic fans. Fucking love it. <laughs> it's and it's been a dig ever since the one male character said, you know, how he wanted to take the case over her in the first two minutes of the show. Yeah, like it, it's been a commentary on. On the toxicity of that particular type of person, not on men in general. And I, I fear that a lot of men watching this show are taking that specific thing maybe too personally in their sort of review of the show. And maybe. I mean, if you got a problem with certain things about that in the show, you may want to look in the mirror. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it, you may be that guy. Uh, so uh, it's, <laughs> it's not, it's, it's fine. I think it's hilarious. And I, I especially think this latest episode has been hilarious. Uh, a great third episode. Uh, I, at first I really, uh, I, I, I wasn't sure. I, I heard some reviews from people I trust and reviews, reviewers that I follow and trust that aren't, you know, the toxic assholes. And, you know, I was hearing some things about it not being as great in three and four because reviewers got to see the first four episodes. So we're not past that point of review yet, even though they can't really say anything about it. But I thought this third episode was the best of the season so far. Um, it, 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 it gave me the lawyer show I expected. And the, what, what I what I wanted out of a sort of lawyer sitcom comedy kind of thing it gave me the comedy. I laughed way more in episode in this episode than I did in the first two. And not to say those first two were that bad, that you know bad, 
Yeah. But I, I think this has just ramped it up and really piqued my interest in to see what's going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I love that we got Wong. I love that we've got, you know, we had the Hulk in the first two episodes. And I mean, and anybody kind of saying that this show shitting on men is not paying attention <laughs> to the show. It portrays many men and many, many men flavored characters in this show so far as mentors, friends, good people, uh, good employers, uh, just things like that. Like, and I, I think that the jokes of the toxic fans and, and of that one guy, um, I can't remember his name. He played a big part in this, uh, uh, this third episode, but, uh, just like the personification of the toxic fan and toxic male personality of that one character. It seems that a lot of dudes are really, they're really taking uh, that personally. <laughs> and like I said, yeah, definitely. Look in the mirror. <laughs> you know, and I think that they, and then they're, they're coming out with this commentary saying that the show is shitting on men, which is completely untrue. Um, you know, in many examples within the show to uh, counter that, so I, I don't know. I and not to get distracted by that specific thing, but I love She-Hulk. I mean, I think that, you know, there's uh, the, some of the CG has been unbelievable, especially on Hulk, because they they know that character. They know that model and they can get that down. And I, I think turning, you know, Jennifer Walters into this beautiful She-Hulk regular person, but larger green face woman has a little bit of that uh, uncanny valley effect on some stuff, uh, which is hard to kind of like you, you focus on that more because it's trying to look like a real thing yeah. rather than Hulk actually looking like a Hulk, you know, in Mark Ruffalo form. And, you know, so I, I get, I get the criticism, but I also, I, I give it a lot of leeway with her facial feature things. Sometimes it looks really good. And sometimes it's, it's not, but I'm not really paying too much attention to it, honestly. I really don't get hung up on that because um, I know it's fucking fake anyway. <laughs> like, what am I like? <laughs> like, I'm not expecting a hundred percent perfection at all. So that's just me. But you mean it's not I, real, right? I know. I was like, are you what? <laughs> but I, I, I love it. I, I, I really love what they're doing with the character. I like the whole aspect of the firm that she was against and now hired her, wants her to do it as She-Hulk. I think that's really fun and really interesting, you know, and uh, I don't know. I just I like what's going on. I like the 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 abomination story, uh, you know, and him completely lying about some things like I don't trust him at all. He's a very unreliable narrator <laughs> in his in his own dialogue. Like, yeah. A lot of people are like. Uh, like I heard, I was listening to some uh, 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 reaction channels and review backs and stuff of the show, and they're like, "That's not how it went." Then Hulk, that's not this and that. That's not that. It was like, yeah, because he's fucking lying. <laughs> like no <laughs> shit. <laughs> like he's a bad guy. Like uh, even though he's saying he's reformed, and you know, uh, I just, I, you, how do you can't believe that? You just, you know, you know, it's like really you're gonna jump off the bridge because i said it's cool like i things like it's just it's just so odd how some people are taking this sh half hour 25 minute sitcom so seriously 
Like, just breathe a bit and watch the show and just laugh. And I, and that's all I ask. But what, what did you think? I've I've gone on enough. I thought it's it's been really really good. So far. Yeah, no, I I really enjoyed it. It's uh, it was a lot of fun. The 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 elf was oh hilarious, <laughs> just randomly changing. Well, good and, and, callback too, right? Yeah. Good callback to the the phone call or the voice message when you call the phone number. Yeah, like she talks about like Asgard Asgardians needing help and stuff. So very very funny. Um, yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I can't wait to see Abomination blow some shit up or Oh yeah, <laughs> just completely disregarding that uh yeah. do not ever uh, under any circumstance turn into Abomination anymore. You have to wear an inhibitor. And I'm like, man, if I was Abomination, we're like I'm getting on my freaking island with my seven chicks and I'll be Abomination <laughs> if I want. Nobody'll know. <laughs> you yeah, know exactly. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, it's it's really really cool. Wong just like dipping out after they try and you know they say, say That's hey a... you broke the law, bro. You broke the law, man. Oh, uh, he's uh, like wait, I must I... take my leave. I gotta go. <laughs> Is yeah. that the phone? <laughs> that killed me, dude. He's like, oh, I'll take my leave now. Bye. <laughs> he's like, I will not. Uh, I do not abide by your uh, your human American laws, even though he's human. Yeah. Like I just think it's really funny. But I, I I'm very excited to see what when we're getting Frogman from the from the trailers, um, what's going to happen with Daredevil, obviously, and how they oh, play yeah. that yeah. out. And, and honestly, and interestingly enough, being that it's a nine episode season, this felt like a cap on the first arc, did it not? Yeah, I think this kind of goes and says, hey, like, okay, we're in the the law part of it now. She's this well, not, not just that, but and, I right, yeah. but I, I think that like I, I, not to say that we're done with Abomination and Blonsky because I don't think we are, but I felt like the caps on that story, yeah. and even though we're going to see Wong again, I feel like the cap is on that story with him and Abomination. They like they close that off, you know. Even though they sort of they open the door with the Wrecking Crew, and you know they they even name drop Thunderball. You know, these four dudes that have these crazy, you know, magical weapons, you know, that which I really love the 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 MCU of this group, even though it's so cheesy and dumb, (laughs) because I mean, so many people want to put so much weight and respect and, uh, uh, you know, just they want to make the Wrecking Crew a thing and making a Wrecking Crew like making fetch happen you're not going to make the wrecking crew happen fans like i like the wrecking crew as much as sort of anybody in the comics but they suck <laughs> they're goofball <laughs> dumbasses you know there's a couple they try and make them big at you know one or two issues of a run of a comic here and there but the wrecking crew sucks <laughs> so i, I you know th- sometimes they get pretty strong and they're portrayed as big wig you know bad guys but they're still d-lister assholes you know, and I like how they kind of like goofed on him in this episode of the show. You know, she's like, what did you steal as guardian uh, 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 construction worker equipment? And they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, said, I thought that was fucking hilarious. And so, uh, you know, they don't deserve any respect. They they're low level shit villains. And I think that's hilarious that uh, Marvel's kind of playing on that. 
Um, because they could be something they, they mean, that doesn't mean they can't get better. <laughs> you know, you can be better criminals. All you have to do is try, <laughs> but I, it was just interesting to see them go up against she Hulk and them getting freaking torn up, which I thought was really funny. And that joke of her getting grabbed from behind and like screaming and scared. And she's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, I'm she Hulk. Duh. It's like, I could beat your ass. What am I doing? Being scared. I thought was a fantastic stuff. The whole, Oh my God. What I lo- also with a third wall or fourth wall break stuff that they're doing, it's not gratuitous, which no. is great. They're picking their moments and they're nailing it. The when when she really turned to the camera me, and said, oh, oh B, B story, meeting the A story. This is great. <laughs> yeah. She's like, nice. <laughs> that was that got me, dude. I like I laughed out loud so hard so many times in this episode. And the Nikki, I was going to say Nikki Minaj, um, the uh, uh, Megan the Stallion stuff. Yeah. Uh, although name dropping her many, many, many times, almost got old, but it was so good. I thought that was so funny, just integrating the real world into like the MCU, like making things canon, kind of like the whole the little Beyonce joke for Wong in the first uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. You know how you know how they do that. They try and integrate the real world. That's what I like about Marvel. Like it's always been like it's in our world. You know, it's in the world. That's how the comics were all the time. So I think it, it's fun that they keep on doing that and making this just fun for Jen, like a win for Jen. Yeah. At the end of this episode was really really enjoyable to me. A lot of people thought it was, you know, cringy or whatever. And I was like, fuck you. You use the word cringe. That's cringe. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's just it's just like I, it's I, it was just fun. Like, just let the show be fun. You know, enjoy the I, I know it's it's subjective. That's fine. But, you know, if you don't like it. That's cool. You know, it doesn't mean you have to be a you know woman hating asshole about it. But I think that they did a really good job at this. I mean, the. The, the shape-shifting elf, you know, and and the judge and then the one, the prosecutor uh, or, uh, yeah, the defendant guy. There's so many different things. Like, I, I just love that, uh, the aspect of the show kind of going in this lawyery direction. Like, so much of that was this episode. And it just really ramped up the comedy. Um, and it's really moving the show in an interesting direction. Like And like I said... It feels like it put a cap on certain things, but open doors into what's coming next. Like, because, like, what's happening? What's next for She-Hulk next episode? It's like a brand new episode of a sitcom. It's like, I don't think Jerry Seinfeld just got dumped by his girlfriend and Elaine and George are stuck somewhere. And, you know, everything's back to zero, it seems. You know what I mean? Like, yep. it's it's a new episode of Seinfeld and those four characters. Like, I, I it's... Now it's like, what's next with She-Hulk? Like, she just, you know, signed a bunch of papers and helped out Nicki Minaj and everything, and they twerked in the, in the friggin' uh, 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 post credit scene, which is hilarious, and that was great. But now what? You know? Well, what is what's going to happen with the Wrecking Crew? Like, they were obviously hired to try and get Jen's blood by somebody. So that's one thing. Will we see Abomination again? That's another thing. So I like how it's sort of capping off a section of this nine episode season 
And now moving on to another three episode sort of arc. That's kind of how it feels. It feels like this is the first arc. And that's kind of where I'm getting at. And I'm very curious to see what is next. I yeah, don't definitely. think Daredevil's in the next episode. I think he's in episode five. Because yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I may be wrong. Are, are, from, are we going to see him first on the other side of the courtroom? Or are we going to see Daredevil? Uh, that's a good question. Well, th- that's a good question. And I, I, I may have an answer. But unless they say... You know, in big letters, New York City, you know, and I did a little bit of uh, <laughs> that was Laszlo from what we do in the shadow. <laughs> New York <laughs> City. C- anyway, so, yeah, it's a day. Yeah. So um, either if they if they do that and go to New York and flash across the the, the country because she's in L.A. and then do something there, then maybe. But I don't think so. I think that we're getting another episode um you know we're getting another episode and then it'll 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 probably come close to the daredevil in episode five i I think that's what we're i think that's what we're getting at um and that's fine like i am not i'm not itching for daredevil sure i can't wait you know i think it's gonna be uh it's gonna be cool you know I'm, i'm definitely excited I just don't think we're getting it, especially when other reviewers and stuff, um, not that they would spoil that he was already in the show, but, um, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like they would, they wouldn't have given four episodes if he was in the four. Yes. Right. So, right, right. Exactly. So I'm down. I'm, I love this show. I really, really do. I cannot wait to, to, to keep watching. It is definitely, uh, like that first watch of the day sort of show. Um, well, l- l- now, I mean, we kind of talked about some big stuff here, but did you watch Lower Decks today? Uh, no, I never got around to Lower Decks today. Okay, so this is what, episode two? Uh, yeah. Um, it's very, very good. Uh, it's it's This season is starting out strong. The first episode was very good, too, and honestly... I really can't remember what happened in the first episode, but I <laughs> they, really uh, they, liked they took it. Over I the know ship. that I liked it. What her, was it? Uh, her mom, the captain, captain mom was uh, on trial, and they took over the ship. Oh yes, yes, they stole the ship. <laughs> they stole That's the right. ship. But, yes, I really, really, and I really liked that episode, and this episode was really good too. And honestly, there's a board game that is sort of in the show like it's uh it's like D D, but with recorded video uh uh like activation that you know knows what to say based on dice rolls needs to be a fucking thing it's fucking cool (laughs) it it might be it might be the best invention that's never been invented (laughs) in real life uh, in not the board yet. games not game. yet watch it like i was thinking about it and i'm like all these different possibilities <laughs> you know i'm like how many different things can you record based on dice rolls based on it's like they're the the <laughs> it's like the the brackets keep going yeah <laughs> you know like i it could be incredible like it's so interesting um 
it, but yeah, it, it kind of starts off with a fun board game, and and I think it, it oh man, it would be so cool. Awesome. <laughs> You'll love it from the first second of the show. You're gonna be like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good, it's good. Uh, what else? Okay, so just a a few different announcements since we're kind of, we're uh, off the topics here. Uh, oh, well, one more thing before we get to that. I went to go see Lord of the Rings. The hate Rings you. Of Power. Hate you. <laughs> In the theater, um, I will say I missed like the first two freaking minutes because I was stuck in a stupid concession line because Cinemark's the Cinemark by me anyway, sucks at the concessions. <laughs> it's the stupidest single line concession bullshit they snake you through. And they they screwed me because they're just slow. And uh, I, sh- I mean, I should have never got concessions and I would have not. But they gave me $10 a ticket, and my wife did not go. So I had $20, and I had to buy some. <laughs> 23 <laughs> bucks. I got to see the, the, the show for free <laughs> that I was lucky enough to get online, and they gave me $20. I, I don't I, – I won, and then I lost two minutes of the show. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, take that as, as you will. <laughs> but, like, I mean, oh God, I, I, I thought I was winning, and I lost. But – I'll say this without, um, you know, going into crazy details. Um, some people are going to think the first episode's slow. And yeah, it, it, it kind of drags in certain areas. I will say this, but being in a the theater and maybe I'm biased because being in the theater, I, it's hard to be more distracted. Sure. Um, you know, I was in dude. Like I was like, well, first of all, being late, I miss like the Middle Earth and all the talk, you know, before they get into the show it was like setting you up for where they are. And I'm like, shit, where are we? Because I missed it. <laughs> so like I missed the setup, but I caught the tail end of it. And then the show kind of began and I got the title and it went in. And I was like, I'm like, hmm, uh, you know, trying to figure out what I missed. Um, which I won't find out till tomorrow, which is fine. But, um, you know, being that it's a Thursday and now, you know, uh, Lord of the Rings is coming out uh, Friday. Um, but I think that it was, I think it was really, really good. Like you could tell this is the most expensive show ever. Oh yeah. Um, the CG is amazing. The, The CG is amazing. Like it, does there was one thing that I caught, but you have to really, really, really look that I thought was not good CG. But it, it was like it's a, it's the biggest nitpick of the entire thing. Other than a, the first episode's a little long, it's a little long in the tooth. But like I said, no distractions. Being in the theater, I'm like sucked in. But the second episode's amazing, and in that second episode, there's. I think it's the second one, but a character swimming in the water and it's an elf. So it's, it's, it's a little bit more powerful than a human. It swings very fast. A little bit of the CG of the, of the, you know, the human portion of the person touching the water was, was not as consistent as it probably could be. But that is like the, the 0.01% of, of the CG that I, that I caught somehow because i was looking at a big screen 
you won't catch it on TV. It right. it's so good. It's it, I, when I got home and I was trying to tell Whitney because she didn't want to go. She was you know not feeling you know not the show, but not feeling uh, she wasn't in the right space to to go. So I I had a really really good time. Um, uh, and not just because it was in theaters, which was really fun, but I, I, it, just the show itself, the second episode was so much better than the first. And there's a reason they know the first episode's not going to hook everybody. They had to, that's why they're putting two episodes out today, tomorrow. So it, it, the first two episodes are like the way in. And I kind of feel like I know they, they could have made it three episodes and may have been a good idea just to make episode one not as long. But I think it was a smart idea to, to, to kind of put it all in two episodes, because if they didn't, then I don't think people would have been sucked in because episode two slaps hard. Like there's some really cool stuff with Elrond and um, uh, Darren. Is it Darren the dwarf? I think it's Darren. I think that's what his name is. Um, but uh, it, it's it's so interesting. I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Game of Thrones. I'm just not. I, am not, I don't Rings. like it. I'm just not that deep into it. I didn't read the books. It's been a long time since I've watched the other movies. And I don't think I've ever seen any of the Hobbit movies. After, any of them. I don't think I've ever saw any of them. You're not so missing I'm, much I'm on not, those. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not that big a fan. And and you know, I will say though, watching these two episodes has made me more of a fan. As a as a person that's kind of outside of the bigger fandom of this franchise. It makes me want to watch those episodes. And leading up to the show, I'm like, man, I kinda wanna watch those episodes. Watch those those movies. You know, just so I'm in the lore and I'm not lost. And luckily, as someone who is, you know, not in as well as others, I don't feel like I was that lost. And maybe some things I didn't catch because I don't know certain stuff or names. And there's a lot of map jumping, like in early Game of Thrones. Like there's a lot of like it. They, it's really interesting. Like when they when you go from different places of the Lord of the Rings. Uh, map of Middle Earth, they take you there, like showing you the map, which is really cool. And so you know, you kind of, it gives you direction, which is very interesting. Um, I don't know if they showed an opening title sequence in the first episode because, like I said, I missed the very, very beginning, but they do in the second, and I really enjoyed it. Um, the music's really nice. I don't know if it's very memorable, but it's very nice. Uh, it's not bad. Um, I really like the characters that they're introducing. You know, it's like, it's like even like the, the pre-Hobbit. Like, they're not Hobbits or others. I can't remember what they call them. But um, they're interesting and very, very fun and funny. Uh, the elves are interesting in their whole situation. And it, it, it just, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the show. I, 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 to me... Last night, talking to my wife, I'm like, it's right there with Game of Thrones with my interest. But now, uh, you know, a few hours later, you know, uh, almost almost the whole 24 hours later, 
I think Game of Thrones is up there just because that first episode was so good. And I don't like to compare and not to compare, but I'm all in on both. And Game of Thrones is probably edging it out just a slight because uh, just because, but they're so different to compare. Like Game of Thrones is like the God. You know what I mean? politically (laughs) family drama you know game of thrones like the godfather but there's so much fantasy and magic and and uh just imagination in in that 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 game of thrones doesn't have you know in lord of the rings the rings of power that really is like got my attention and they're so like they're they're right there like it's my left arm and right arm like i am on this fucking train dude <laughs> you know and uh, both of these shows and i'm so it's crazy that we're gonna have lord of the rings rings of power game of thrones house of dragon uh you know she hulk is on right now which is so much fun and so different but so much fun still for me and then Andor in a couple weeks. Like, it's going to be a mind-blowing time for TV and TV fans and all that, and us uh, on on the the podcast. So, I uh, you'll I can't wait to hear your thoughts when we get together next time, uh, whether it be next week or the week after. And um, hopefully we we don't keep sticking to these two weeks. But you know, work is crazy. So, uh. You know, we try and get together. We, we don't want to do every two weeks. We definitely want to do every week, but sometimes it just doesn't work out that way, and that's okay. But uh, I, I think you're you're gonna love this show. I, I really, really do. I, I think it's very, very interesting uh, with the direction these characters are kind of taking and their motivations and stuff. But other than that, couple couple things. Or unless you do have any questions for me about no, Rings of Power, I don't want to know okay. nothing. Okay, good. So that's why I didn't <laughs> give any spoiler stuff away. I just wanted to kind of those are my non-spoilery thoughts, if you will. Um, and I hope I didn't I didn't spoil anything for you. I, I don't think I did. I tried not to. But a few other things. Oh, I will say one other show that I'm watching. The Flight Attendant. I'm not caught up on the latest season, season two. But man, I'm loving that show. It's a good show. <laughs> it's it's I know it's like it's out there in the world. And it's you know, it's it's making I guess it's making waves, but. You know, it's it there in the eye of, of the public. It's not like a show that's getting missed like a man who fell to earth was. You know, the, a lot of people talk about about the flight attendant when it's on. But, yeah, the season two has been over for a while. I am halfway through, and I'm really enjoying it. And that's pretty much all I'll say. I, I really like where the show's going, the mystery and all that stuff. Very, very good. Um, other than that, a couple of announcements here, which is crazy. They just happened today. The DC fandom has been canceled. It's been axed by the axe of Zaslav. <laughs> the, uh, the, you know, the, 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 the discovery and Warner brothers new boss, um, which is fine. The last DC fandom sucked. <laughs> it was pretty bad. It was not very enjoyable. Um, and the reasoning, it was crazy. It was like a freaking Twitter post. Almost. It was so short. Their reasoning on why they canceled it. It was just like, now that everyone is going back in person, we don't need to do DC fan. This almost kind of sounds like it's canceling. Like we'll never have fandom again because the way they put it is like now that in-person events are happening, you know, more often 
you know, at, you know, at the end of this, you know, are we at the end of the pandemic? I don't know. It seems like it's going to be a forever thing, but it seems like now that the, you know, the quote is that we're back in person, we're going to be at multiple conventions that are going on throughout the year to give you DC news and things that we don't need to do fandom. No, they didn't say that they don't need to do fandom anymore. They just said that this next year is canceled. I don't think they're doing it anymore. <laughs> I think they're done. I think the reception of last fandom was not very good. Um, and uh, they don't need to be doing this Skype call in waste of money. And I think it might be a smart move. Although the first fandom was quite enjoyable and they, it was fun. This second one was not. And, uh, and, I, and I think they're cutting their losses, which is something that a company should be doing. So I, 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 I don't fault them for that. I, I think it's kind of funny that it's canceled because it honestly should be. Uh, you know, at, as much as I would love to have a complete Warner Brothers event, that would be cool. Doesn't have to be just about DC. Just bring me a Warner Brothers Discovery event and give us everything, you know, Discovery included and all that shit. Fuck, bring in the fucking thousand pound sisters. I don't give a fuck, you know. <laughs> bring those fat ladies in and and you know let them meet the fans. I I, I don't I, I think that there could be something that could be done, but. They're trying to save some cash and fandom is a big waste of money when they could just visit cons, um, you know, which is fine. Uh, what do you think about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, honestly, you, you can, we'll live. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just po- <laughs> That's post all your shit. Say about that. Yeah. Post your shit to Twitter and, Give me a trailer. Yes. I don't care about right. how they don't care. Right. It's so. It's just. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I don't care about Cam Newton's fucking hats, you know, or fucking yellow boots that we're gonna get on the Flash. It's just like they're announcing the dumbest fucking things that could have just been a a five word Twitter post or something. Anyway. Um, Batman Cape Crusader was canceled. I can't remember if we ever talked about that, but Big Show, Bruce Tim bringing back a darker tone Batman animated series. It was canceled. However, they're still producing the show. It's not gone and going away. So it seems like there's sort of a bidding for the show right now. It may go to Netflix or Apple. Interesting. It, it's going to go to one of those two. Um, or it could go to, uh, you know, Disney is looking into maybe getting it. I don't see that happening. It would be kind of interesting. It could go to, you know, FX. It could go to Hulu, uh, some, you know, that sort of platform outside of the actual Disney labeled brand. Um, and then maybe later to Disney plus, but I mean, not look, if Warner Brothers trying to save money, they're also trying to make money. Who's going to pay more? You know, but are they willing to give it to Disney? Uh, you know, is I'm sure Disney would be happy to display Batman <laughs> on on their their service. But are they willing to, you know, do they want to promote Batman that is not their property? You know what I mean? So there's some back and forth with the Disney Batman the Warner Brothers situation. But 
I kind of feel like it would be perfect on a Netflix or Apple, you know, um, or even Amazon. I mean, Amazon and Apple could buy Disney over 1,000 times, you know. I so I, I I don't know. I I I think it'll probably be like an Apple or Amazon sort of thing, especially. Hey, shit. What do you think? I mean, it could go to Netflix. Netflix is like was that was their big thing when they first started, yeah. you know, taking on other properties. Uh. As long as I get to see it? Yes. Well, that's what's happening. That's the yeah, number that's, one part. <laughs> to, to be honest, I don't want, I don't really care what platform it's on. Uh, yay. You, you know, that, well, fair enough. <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I, I want I to see it, it. Yes, I do too. And that's the main thing because I don't, I'm just, I don't care who it goes to either. I, that's just a curiosity of mine. I just want to see it. I'm so glad it's still being made. Uh, I, it might be one of the most anticipated animated shows in the last decade for me. Just having Bruce Tim and Batman and a complete animated solo Batman series again, it's it's like super hype for that. Like the, it, you know, it's been years since we've had Batman and and and, and you know as an animated series with Bruce Tim. Uh, you know that, that that has been like something big, so uh, that's that's huge for me. Um, other than that, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, you, you know, we we, we yeah. got we do have they just teased a little excuse me a little image of uh the King Kong the King Kong series that they're that they're coming out with, which is going to be on Disney Plus, which is very weird. <laughs> that is Damn. strange. Yeah. Um. I mean, legendary kind of probably you know thinking about leaving Warner Brothers. Um. You know how legendary Universal and all those things. And uh, it's very very curious things are going on. Uh, King Kong prequel. Uh. Big. Uh. You know, monster universe sort of shows happening. Seems like two different shows are happening. Um. But yeah. Um. And yeah, and that's pretty much it. I mean, I don't, there's not really much going on. What else, what are you excited about? Uh, other than other than the Rings of Power, <laughs> uh, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, it might just have to leave it at that. Yeah, I think I that's really it. Too. I just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones, Rings of oh, Power. Oh, and oh, oh, and uh, Rick and Morty is this Sunday. Oh, what else is coming out? Rick and Morty's coming. In a couple weeks, we got uh, A Handmaid's Tale is back. Um, what, what's another show that just started? Oh, that, that, that The Patient? Haven't watched that yet. Can't yeah. wait to watch that with Steve Carell. And, uh, oh, Tom and uh, Quantum cool. Leap is this month, too. What? Oh, shit. Okay, so. It's fall, dude. It. It's September now. It's, this is- everything's, <laughs> everything's here. I, I can't wait for, for all this stuff. We're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about here in the next coming weeks. Um, this is Super Boob Tube, dudes. We're very excited for TV, <laughs> as you can tell. Uh, check us out on our uh, website at superboobtubedudes.com. All of our social media is there on the website. And we love to hear from you. I'm Dante Sarekia. And I'm Tyler Hoskins. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. And keep on tubing. You've been listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Visit rebelpress.com for more podcasts.